Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in Him. I've got my cup of coffee. I've got a Texas pecan coffee that's made here by a local grocery store here in Texas, and I'm enjoying a cup this morning. I hope you're enjoying a cup wherever you are listening from. This is a podcast where we celebrate all things freedom in Christ. Jesus Christ has set us free, and we shout that from the rooftops, and we just talk about how we can live from the freedom that He has already that He has already provided, that He's accomplished everything necessary for our freedom, and now how can we live this out in every area of our lives. Thank you so much for joining us. We just kind of finished a series on identity, although we never really finish talking about uh, identity on this podcast because that's really truly the core of 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 what we uh, talk about, just, you know, Christ being our freedom, our source of freedom, and, and Christ being our identity and all those kind of things, and now we can live from that. So we never really kind of, we never really graduate from from that, if you will, but but it's it's the growing in this right and 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 what i want to talk about today is you know is how we can still you know look to other sources for those kind of shame based uh beliefs about ourselves and so and i've titled this you know you are not your struggles you are not your addictions you are not even your recovery plan i didn't put that in the title but that's also, uh, what I wanted to say, and I want to give kind of a little uh, clarification here at the beginning. As I talk through this today, uh, I want to make sure that I'm not uh, that you that you hear my heart that I'm not being critical of any type of recovery plans or programs or ministries or twelve steps or any of those things. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not. My intent is not to diminish them or criticize them or whatever. Uh, I've at times, I know a lot of people that are a part of those type of ministries. I now myself have been in full-time ministry now for almost uh, completed uh, four years. Uh, And so, uh, you know, and even just on this podcast, seeing how uh, the messaging has changed from even my first year of kind of telling people what to do versus now telling them who they are. But so my my point is not to diminish any of those um, ministries, but just to to get us to recognize that our identity is not in that. And and I'm going to start off the new year next year doing a more more intense uh, series on addiction and things like that, and identity and addiction, uh, because um, I just I feel that God's leading me to talk about that. But but so I want to make sure I, I say that up front. This is not if I say anything that sounds critical, that's not my intent. My heart is really to reveal what is it that we're looking for for our identity and what is it that we're looking for to find freedom from these behaviors. Okay. Uh and so that's, you know, and I think even as I look back at my own ministry, I look at my own walk of twenty years of dealing with, you know, an addiction to pornography the last 10 years as I as I tried to figure things out and that that's the key word there I I never told anybody I still had very few people that knew uh, it was only people that had found out my my, my parents and and uh, you know eventually my wife when I got married but nobody else knew and so I I went on this journey of going out to try to read all the recovery books read all the things that I could get my hands on of telling me, telling me what to do and even as I thought about 
starting this ministry, one of the one of the first promptings the Spirit of God gave to me was, Matt, there's already enough ministries telling people what to do. Uh, but as I shared my story in, in the podcast and stuff, that, that's kind of how it started a little bit. And then I began to realize that I, I don't want to show people or tell people necessarily what to do. I want to show them and teach them who they are in Christ, that Christ is their freedom, that they already have freedom. I want to point them to the finished work of Jesus Christ and, and tell them and talk to them about that freedom and who they are in Christ, and then what it looks like to trust God as their life, as their source, as their source of freedom, as their hope. That's that's my hope in this podcast. In this, uh, You can find enough things out there that are going to tell you what to do and what to not do. Uh, there's so much of that now. Now, 20 years ago, when, when I was in, knee-deep in my addiction, or I guess it would be 30 years now, when I first started as a teenage, teenager, but even as I first kind of started this journey uh, of getting freedom, it was like there wasn't a lot out there. Now there is. There's all kinds of, of things. And so, so I, I, but I want to start off with that and saying that if, if, I, if anything that comes out is that sounds like that, it's, it's, uh, that's not my intention. My intention is ultimately to point to the finished work of Jesus Christ, what he has accomplished, what he has done, not just for you, but in you and to you. And as you begin to focus on this, this is where real transformation happens. And so, um, you know, there, there are, so your identity, that's what I want to say. You, you are not your struggle. You are not um, your addictions. You are not uh, even your ability to carry out uh, your, your ability to carry out the, this recovery plan, whatever that may be. So, you know, there's so much, the question always comes and there's, there's really a lie. I'm going to go into this at the beginning of the year, next year when I do this series, there's really, I think a lie that's been told to us that we've bought into that I believed as well is that, is that this, this, these addictions are so difficult and they are, okay. I'm admitting that they are difficult. These behaviors are so entrenched, so difficult that we actually, the lie is we need more than what Christ has, has already given us to, to live free from them. Okay. And I've told you this hundreds of times in this podcast, you are already free. The sun has set you free, but, but we're not always living from that freedom. We still either don't believe that we are free or we're trying to go out there and strive to get freedom instead of resting, instead of resting and enjoying and depending and trusting on simply what Christ has done, what he has accomplished, and then mature and grow and resting in who we are, okay? Um, as opposed to, it's up to us to, that's the subtle lie that I think has even infiltrated Christianity and, the, and, and addiction, is this kind of, I think it's more, it's not, it's used to be subtle, it's a little bit more powerful now, that it's really, ultimately it's up to us. Now, no, uh, no, Christian or no ministry would say it that way, okay? No 12-step, no any recovery ministry program, anything like that would say it that way. But the way we do things, the way we actually execute things, uh, show us what we believe, right? Uh, and so that's the ultimate deception is that is that we now, if we follow these steps, if we focus on these things, then this transformation, this change is going to happen. And so it's shaping up ourselves in order to become something, in order to get free from something, as opposed to the message of this podcast and what I truly believe is the answer to addiction is everything that Christ has already provided in Him, already 
lives in us. Now, who are we? How free are we? What does that look like in our lives? And how have we gone to these other sources? But who are we? And now resting and trusting and believing in the finished, accomplished work of Jesus Christ. So, so, so someone may say, well, yeah, I know I need Christ, but then also I need such and such. I need this 12-step program. I need uh, a treatment center. I need regular attendance at, 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 at whatever. Um, I, I need an accountability partner. I need this app on my phone. I need this counselor, this whatever. And I want to say this, I'm a counselor. <laughs> and I think even over the last few years, I, it, God has even shown me in transforming me and what my belief is and my approach to uh, trying to walk with someone in this journey, the very painful experiences for people, to hear people's stories, but to be able to change my approach of not telling anyone what to do, but showing them in Christ, this is all what you have. This is everything you have. And so, and and actually telling them there's nothing wrong with them. Who they are in Christ is absolutely complete and full and they're free. Um, and, and, and yet they're not living from that. So, um, so this is, this is what it is. So if we're, if we're, but your identity, again, as I started from the beginning, your identity is in none of those things. Your identity is not in your ability to do it or get it done or, or any of that. And so, um, so all the focus on those kind of things. And that's why we get, I think that's why we get so behavior focused and we struggle with understanding identity because it it all depends on what we do, what we must do. And let me just share a quick little testimony of my own. As I said, 20-year addiction started in my teen years into my mid-30s, and about 10 years in, especially after I got uh, married and my wife discovered it, um, then I did start kind of looking into uh, some of the, I guess, recovery or some of the messaging out there, some of the books, and started kind of in my own way, never really told anybody or talked to anybody, but in my own way started trying to, okay, I want to try to get more serious about this. Of course, I really wasn't yet. I was just trying to manage my, you know, manage my sin, manage my lust, manage my behavior. I didn't, still didn't understand who I truly was. Um, but I, I tried everything. I did it all. I did all the things they, that I read to do and to not do. On one front, it was all the things of of not doing this. Uh, so you got to dart your eyes. You got to don't look at that. Don't do that. Don't go here. Don't say don't 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 right. All the rules and regulations and nothing. And then and then all the other side of what to do, which was the spiritual uh, flesh, the spiritual flesh that was given to me. Well, did you have your quiet time today? Are you reading enough? Are you praying enough? Are you serving enough? Are you, are you and at some point you be, begin to believe, as I begin to believe, well, maybe I'm not enough, and maybe I really can't. I don't have what it takes to actually do this. And so, so the, I, I wasn't focused on the finished work of Christ. I wasn't focused on what he had already accomplished in and to me. Uh, it was basically just good advice. And this is why you hear me talk about the self-help. Uh, self-help can be great advice, and it can probably improve your life for a time being. But is it lifelong transformations? And there are a multitude of great recommendations. And I'm going to read a scripture about Paul talking about this here in just a minute, because um, I want this to be a little bit shorter today. But, but um, so, so there's nothing wrong. I, again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong. If you're involved in a recovery program, you know, I think about Celebrate Recovery. You know, I think about some of the recovery ministries out there. If you're involved in that, don't, don't give up on it. I'm sure it's helping, but I want, you, I want to give you a clarity and a perspective. There has been no recovery program, no counselor, no coach, no book, no set of rules or principles 
or, or steps or anything that has set anyone free. There is only one. There is only one. And his name is Jesus. And that, that transforms people. That changes people. Once I gave up my trust and dependency and what I was doing and not doing and took my eyes off myself, I focused, and, and the Spirit of God does this by revelation. He, he reveals to us, the Spirit of God kept revealing, Matt, this is what's actually true of you. I don't need to try harder. I need to trust, learn to trust what, what God's already accomplished. And I can rest in the fact that, that I am His much-loved Son, that, that this new identity is full and complete right now that I have everything I need in Christ, that I'm truly, truly free. But there are no principles, steps, rules, uh, religious observations, uh, methods, programs, counselors, books that will set anyone free. And none of those things and your ability to carry them out are your identity. That's where I started this whole thing is your struggle is not your identity. Your these This addiction is not, you're not just a sinner Okay, you're not a sinner. Actually, in Christ, you are a saint who sometimes still has this struggle. So don't let the struggle, don't let those the, the fact that you're still dealing with this uh, the fleshly behavior, which is an opponent coming at you that's lying to you. Don't um, don't let any of those uh, distract you from who you truly are in Christ. And so that's what that's that, that gets us th- these these. Um, these things get us to, to focus on our behavior, and then we get confused about our identity because we think because we can't live out these behaviors, that must be who we really are. Well, because I can't do this and be real spiritual, I must not be a very good Christian. And because I can't say no and do all the things I'm not supposed to do in order to, to live free, then I must not have what it takes. And so then the, the feeling of that, the not being able to behave in that way, leads us to believe that we actually are. We are no good. We are messed up. And God's given up on us and he's done with us and any of that. And we, we hear the messages of give, don't give up. Give it all you got. Discipline yourself and all of this kind of things. And it's just the dangling carrot that's, that swings there in front of us. As long as I do this, as long as I reach out and grab the carrot and do this and I try as hard as I can, then I'll have this freedom and th- then I'll become something. No, you already have become something. And so this is why this is uh, why I share this message is because I don't want you to focus on your behavior because true transformation comes from knowing who we are and we get to live from who we are. That even if I sometimes act unrighteously, I'm still the righteousness of Christ all because of what he's accomplished. Even though sometimes I don't act like a new creation, I am still a new creation through my new birth in Jesus Christ. And so, so what we need to know, what, what we need to realize, what we need to be free from is what the finished work of Christ, we need to focus on what the finished work of Christ has accomplished on the cross and through the resurrection and who we are and what we have as a result of that, the full freedom that we have. And if we continue to focus on what we're doing and not doing, if we continue to focus on our behavior, we're going to struggle with identity. We're going to think that's who we are. We're going to think that we're just our struggle. We're going to believe that we're just our inability to, 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 to get it right or to, to have freedom or to any of that. 
we're going to continue to focus on that. We're going to actually believe that we've just are are our habits, are our addictions, are our um, struggles, are our even our ability to 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 uh, live out this recovery plan. And so, what's the answer? <laughs> the answer in all of this is to to focus on Christ. And I'm going to read this scripture. I'm going to end with this, but but. You know, I don't think these these uh, messages out there, especially with recovery, I don't think they're, they're intentionally trying to mislead people or give bad advice. But ultimately, uh, it does because it's actually just putting band aids on these issues. There's a root there. There's a lying belief. People are going to you if you're struggling with an addiction. Me, I was struggling with addiction because I had a lying belief. I was deceived into thinking. It wasn't that I was there was anything wrong with the core of who I am and my spirit, but there was I was deceived in my mind that that I was not already free, that my new identity wasn't secure in Christ, that I was never going to be free of this behavior, that any any of those kind of things. And so, um, so we that's what has to be transformed. It's the renewing of the mind. Those those beliefs. My, uh, for lack of a better word, my theology needed to change. God needed to renew my mind to the truth of who I was, and that happened. Otherwise, it's just putting a Band-Aid on these addictions. It's putting a Band-Aid even on our identity, because then what do we do? We try to cover up the real us by making ourselves into something that we we either martyr ourselves, but, oh, well, I'll look at me, I'm just an addiction. I, I know I've got friends, and this is not an, an indictment of them, I've got friends who have been a part of some of these recovery ministries for 30 years or more. And that's become their identity in some way. They may not be able to see that, but that's become their identity. You are not your ability to carry out your recovery plan or anything. I don't. I don't even use that word recovery very much. Uh, I use the word transformation. I use the word renew. God's renewing our mind. He's transforming us to the truth of who we are. Um, I don't use that word a lot because I think that that word can kind of. There's a lot behind that word. I'm not going to go into that right now because I want to read the scripture and be an end today. But, 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 um, but that can become your identity. And I want to encourage you if you're if okay if you're in a recovery group, stay in it, keep at it. But but you can still focus on what the finished work of Christ is and the freedom that you already have. And so so we're misdiagnosing the problem, I believe, and then we're. Also, giving advice or giving counsel or giving whatever to eradicate the problem. So if we've already misdiagnosed it, (laughs) and then now we're giving advice to the misdiagnosis, then we're actually giving giving advice that just isn't going to work. It's going to be putting Band-Aids on these issues. And there's a reason why addiction is so much worse. Now, my question is always, are these, is it working? Is it providing... Uh, freedom for individuals. And I would say I would not discount anything God's, God's doing and has done. It didn't work in my own life. It didn't. It did not produce long-lasting tra- transformation because I ultimately was, it was up to me to do it or not do it. And I, once I realized, actually gave up, I actually gave up the self-sufficiency. Actually, when I gave up, okay, if you want to give up something, that's the giving up. Don't okay. The whole idea of don't give up on your recovery plan, but if you want to give up, give up on all of your ways of trying to figure it out, and trust Christ as your life. Trust Christ as your source. Trust Christ that He's provided everything necessary for freedom. Because the answers that we're being told are, well, I have to do whatever I need to do to become 
something that I wasn't, which is righteous. I had to become, try to become something new. And then I had to get something that I didn't have, which was freedom. So if those, if those are the messages that I was told, and I believed that, that number one, I, I wasn't free, so I have to go out and try to get freedom. Don't give up on the fight for freedom, right? Okay. Or that because I wasn't able to do something, uh, then I'm unrighteous or I'm not a new creation. Those are two things. So I'm, I'm believing the lie that I'm lacking something. I think those are two of the biggest lies Christian be- Christians believe that they're not that they're not fully free in Christ, and that they that they don't understand their identity. That their identity is still uh, a sinner. Their, st- their identity is still unrighteous, or that God is far off. All those core lies are, are bound up in that, and so we can sincerely go after those those. <laughs> programs or those things that we're told to do. We can give it our best effort, but at the end of the day, um, they may give us some, 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 they may provide some help in, in, you know, in the temporary, but long lasting transformation comes through the focus and the, the living from what Christ has already provided. It's the sufficiency of Christ and him alone and him alone. And I actually believe that some of these messaging that we're getting, some of these things that we're getting are, are actually believe, getting people to believe that that's their identity. They are just their struggle. They are just their addiction. They are just their, in their ability to carry out this recovery plan. And then we're telling the people to do these certain things, and it actually what we're telling them is keeping people from experiencing the truth of what will set them free. And so lies keep people in bondage, and and we need the truth. We, the pr- truth is a person, and and I I needed to know that I was actually dead to sin. I needed to know that I was freed from sin. I needed to know who I was in Christ. I needed to know that I was alive to God. I needed to know that He was my life source. I needed to trust Christ as my source, and to live by faith. That, that the reason why this is hard for people, I think, is because you can't measure that. How do I measure my faith? Well, sure, I can measure it by how many Bible studies I've done this week or how many quiet time. I can do that, but that's not truly measuring how I'm trusting Christ. And so if it's up to me to get to get free and to live free, boy, on my best days, I'm going to be surely falling short. And on my worst days, I'm really going to be falling short. It's not up to me. Christ has finished the work. So let's let's read this. I've gone too long. I want to try to end this here in just a, these few minutes. But I want to go to Colossians because Paul talks about this uh, and then and ground this and bring this home in our true identity. But I'm going to start at the end of Colossians two and go into the first part of Colossians three. So verse verse twenty. So it says, "Since you died with Christ to the basic principles of this world." Now get this now. Okay, some of these basic principles of this world have come into the church and come into some of these and are some of the lying beliefs that we have. So just, to, to, and I would encourage you to read this. So he says, why, as though you still belong to it, do you submit to its rules? These basic principles of this world, right? So as he says, do not handle, um, do not, uh, do not taste, do not touch. And I would say, oh, that even one, do not look at. Right, all the things that we're told not to do in these, in these um, recovery plans, these are all destined to perish with use. These are this is Paul's words. Paul's word because they are based on human commands and teachings. Do you hear that? They're based on human commands and teaching. It's someone telling you what to do and not do. 
Such regulations indeed have an appearance of wisdom. Get this now. This is why it's hard for us to let go of this. With their self-imposed worship, their false humility, and their harsh treatment of the body, but they lack any value in restraining sensual indulgence. Did you hear that? If I would encourage you to read, if you're dealing with pornography, if you're dealing with any type of addictive behavior, I would encourage you to go to this, and then we're going to go to chapter 3 in a minute. But look at what he says here. This, they, they, What do they lack? They have an appearance of wisdom, okay? Um you know, because they're 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 you know we're worshiping ourselves. We're thinking that we can do it. This this false humility of oh boy, I'm, well I'm just a sinner. I'm trying as hard as I can here over here. All this kind, of, and then their harsh treatment of the body. We know people who have done some harsh things to the body to try and um, you know stay away from different behaviors, right? Uh, but it says here they lack. Does it say lacks some value? No, it says it lacks any value. In restraining sensual indulgence, any value. So this is Paul's words here. This this is very, um, this this is very interesting, right? Then he goes on in verse or chapter three. He says, "So then now, now I love how Paul always starts off his letters and talking about um, who we are first. Who here's who you are, Christian, and now here's how to live." So then he says. Okay, since since then, okay, so right, since all that's true, all these things lack any value. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. So here's here's what you want something to do. Here it is: set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. There's your action steps. You died with Christ. Your life is now hidden with Christ. Focus on things above and focus on things within, the inner life, the inner man, what he's accomplished to you. That's your focus. You can set your mind on that, not not on thinking that your identity is the struggle uh, not on the idea that your identity is in this addictive behavior, not even in the identity that you're just in recovery and you're going to be in recovery for the rest of your life. No, you're in Christ. Your life is hidden with Christ and he is now your life. You've been raised with Christ. So it says, set your heart, set your minds on Christ. That's a choice we get to make and I know we can't measure that. So I want to wrap this up by saying, trust Christ. Say, trust, trust God, not in these lies that, are, that you think are your identity. No, trust Christ. Depend on Him as your life. Depend on Him as your source. And as you mature and grow in this, this is when behaviors change. This is when I begin to now act in alignment with who I am. We will not act beyond what we believe. If we're still believing that it's up to us, or that we're identified by our ability to carry out our recovery plan, or we're identified by our struggles, if we still believe that, we're still going to act on that. What is not healed in the mind will still live itself out through our actions. And so you can try to clean up your life all you want, but what if you're already clean? What if you're already pure? What if Christ is already your life? What if you're already free? Right now, we can, you can choose to focus and set your mind right now on what he has done. Because truth is a person. Freedom is a person. His name is Jesus. Only a person 
can transform your mind and renew your mind to these truths. Only a person can then allow you to live from this freedom that, that he's already provided. Only a person, and his name is Jesus, can provide all these things, and he already has. So we don't need to get our act together. We need to understand that we've already got it together. We're more okay and more free than we already know because of Christ living in us. The new you is complete. The new you is free. The new you is hidden in Christ. The new you is that you're in Him. That's your hope of glory. That's your freedom. That is who you are. That's who you are. You are not your struggle. You are not any of these fleshly addictions. You are not your ability to carry out a recovery program or plan. You are who God says you are. Let Him define you. Let Him tell you who you are. Let Him inform you of who you are because you are His much-loved son and daughter. That's who you are. That will always be true, even if you aren't always acting like it. That will always be true, even if you aren't always acting like it. Know that today. Believe that today. Accept that today. Trust that today. Depend on Him as your freedom today because that is the freedom journey. That's who you are. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please reach out to us if you have any questions, if you'd like to give us any feedback. Also, if you'd like to pursue one-on-one coaching, we do this on a daily, weekly basis. If you would like to go on your own freedom journey, we that's what we do. We walk with people through some tough stuff to uh, to experience their own freedom. That's what we um, have been called to do. So as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.